Welcome to the Bernie and Zach Show, where we will be discussing politics and sports and things we may or might not know, all here on Uncensored Talk. Warning, this video contains super awesome content not suitable for people who don't enjoy super awesomeness. Viewer discretion advised. Our advice, don't get caught. Well, hello everyone watching. Good morning. Listening, uh, tuning in. It's like a pleasure to have you. Got. Yeah. Hey, oh. I know. Yeah. Where's your tuna sandwich? I ate it. Yeah. finished it all i uh it was quite yummy i get the uh the whole grain bread like the really expensive uh it's got the guy on the front i don't know the name of this thing well, you said grain got, and you lost me yeah it's got whole grain and uh and nuts in it and it's quite oh, tasty it's quite tasty I, I got a question though why do you leave the tuna out on the sandwich to get that funky smell what do you mean that funky period smell I don't do that. Hey, dude, because every time you took a bite, I watched you. You were. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the funny thing. Do you eat, uh, do you, do you put anything in your tuna? Or yeah, is it? A little pickle, a little oregano, salt, nah, pepper. I don't put pickle in mine. I, I dice it up. I, yeah, I do. It's good. But, you got to try it. Yeah. Put mayonnaise in that, man. Yeah, yeah, well, my, that's all I do. I put mayonnaise in my I mean, tuna. Well, I put mayonnaise. I don't just put tuna on the bread. I, I make the. <sighs> Okay. Blurry. Yeah. yeah. Welcome, I, William I Childress. I, when you said, do you add anything to it? I thought that's what you meant because I don't eat tuna straight out the packet or the can. I put mayonnaise and all that shit in it. Yeah. You got to mix stuff in the tuna. See, if you don't mix stuff in the tuna, it's just like it's just, it's just, tuna. It is. Yeah. What's up, Chili? William Childress. Hey, what's up, y'all? How you doing? I, I have to do a hot conversation about tuna. Yeah. yeah let's see. It, that's so pronounce your last name because I want to say child rest. It's Childress. I know. <laughs> like, the, like the racing race car like yeah. it but in, in no way related i ain't got none of that money Can you drive <laughs> right like on. him at least yeah do you drive like him oh no hell no no I'm, i drive like an old man now i i it's hard to get to free us up that fast yeah well i have a <laughs> i have a not a race car so every car i get in is a race car I'm trying to get away from my wife <laughs> no matter how fast you go she's still in the passenger seat though man i, I give earnhardt jr a fucking run for his money in that minivan let the wife be mad at me that sounds like you got some other issues to deal with six kids in the car we ready to get out of that car six yeah. kids yeah god damn man yeah and it is we're in augusta and it ain't that damn cold <laughs> Speak for yourself. I'm in Colorado. It's negative one degrees over here. He said we're in a gust of retard. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, but well, I ain't. Yeah, but bitch, ain't don't fucking. speak for everybody. You oh, yeah, I ain't. Fucking. You're right. I ain't. <laughs> How's it life in Atlanta? Oh, <laughs> oh man. Uh, you know, just trying to hang in there and um, jump on shows as much as possible and uh, Hear that. without doing without doing mics. <laughs> yeah. I've yeah. just I've I've settled into I don't do mics that often. Just like I'm good, book me. You know, I'll work on shit on a paid show instead of. Yeah. I'll get on a mic if I can. Uh, you come on like an open mic. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll jump on an open mic. Specific ones like that I feel comfortable with or that I know I'm not gonna have to wait three hours or something. And <laughs> yeah. I've yeah. just like I've been doing comedy enough time. I don't want to see that many more fucking open micers, man. Like uh, uh, every once in a while, it's great. You see somebody like, oh man, that person's hilarious. I'm interested. Most of the time, it's just like I wish you'd quit. I wish you, you're taking up you're taking up time from good comics. Please fucking quit. Which is that's Ian A. Bear's uh, Ian A. Bear. I don't know if you know him. Big big Atlanta comic books. Everything we, we know. He sells boy. koozies that say quit comedy. And oh, that's, that's yeah. one of the most helpful bits of merchandise I've seen. Nice. Larry Farmer, he's up in the Atlanta area. You know Larry Farmer? Lanny? I don't know him that well. Lanny. I've heard the name Lanny, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Lanny. Yeah. yeah. He was on our show in the past. He got uncomfortable um, as hell. He got he a little uncomfortable. Boy. Yeah, 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 a little. He got, he got uncomfortable. 
Now, did y'all try to make him uncomfortable? No, 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 no. no. Okay. What we do, we talk about general topics, and just one was on the president or something. You could tell he was a Generation Z young kid. (laughs) Don't talk about my president. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's, yeah. There's There's a lot of that, too. I mean, you know, politics are different ITP. Yes. Yeah, I like the uh, background. Is that Atlanta? Because uh, normally when I go see Atlanta, there's a bunch of homeless people on the side of the road. So I don't think that's uh, that's the they're underneath the overpass. This photo is from. Yeah. They are everywhere. He caught the perfect angle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, very. That, I'm not even kidding. This is an overpass not far from where I live that never looks this nice because you're always about to get on the fucking highway. So it's not yeah. like a pleasant thing. But uh, yeah. But, yeah, you see all the strain lights, so it's, it's sped up I, real I, fast. All I see, all I can imagine is a bunch of crackheads running really fast with a flashlight down the road. <laughs> <laughs> like, we gotta go, the lights are on, scatter. Yeah, that's how it is, man. I went, I took my kids to the well, last year I took them to the aquarium, and I was like, shit, it's like everywhere you look, there's there's just homeless people everywhere. And like, why we can't fix this issue, I have no idea, but. Well, that's that's a whole other can of worms. Everybody, I mean, it's it's a societal issue. Every every society has ever has had homeless people. People fall through the cracks, and it's just whether there's a any type of safety net there to help them, or if it's just hey, pull yourself up by your own bootstraps. Um, But here's the problem, right? Right. Yeah. We'll help the homeless over in Ukraine and give them vehicles, and but we can't help our own homeless. (laughs) Right. Here's an idea. Give every homeless person a gun here and send them over to Ukraine. Yeah, right. And make it. Well, I th- you know that's like, that's what the Russians are doing, and it's yeah. not working for them. They're 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 yeah, emptying but, the prisons. Yeah, look what uh, Wagner Wagner PMC is emptying the prisons out, and it's not working great. Those guys, as soon as they get on the battlefield, they're like, "Hey, I surrender. Just give me a fucking meal, please." But here's the thing: yeah, a lot yeah. of these homeless here in the U.S. You say, "Hey, here's a pound of meth. Go kill people." <laughs> God. Well, the thing, a lot of the homeless here in America used to used to be in the military. So it's yeah. like, you know, an outsized percentage of homeless are, are veterans. And, and so, hell, the fucker, yeah, the Idaho dealer, give him a gun and send him over to Russia, not Ukraine. Send him to Russia. Yes, apparently he's got a good shot. Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, a real, a real live version of the Dirty Dozen would be pretty dope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big Donald Sutherland fan. Uh, Charles Bronson. So yeah, let's do it. I liked Donald Sutherland and JFK. Right, Fuck JFK. yeah, man. Fuck yeah. So what? Uh, are you I from really Atlanta? JFK's head. No, I'm from Greenwood, South Carolina originally. Oh over hell. Okay. Not Greenville. Greenwood. Greenwood. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know, but a lot of people don't know or give a shit about the difference, and so I'll go, "Oh, Greenville. That's nice." Uh, t-. And I'm just like, "Yep, sure." Uh, <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Greenwood's uh, got like two stoplights. So they got a little bit more than that. There, nah, it's good. bigger than that. It's just, uh, it's just you know, is it is Augusta size or bigger? It's a ballpark Augusta size. Ballpark yeah. with the yeah. surrounding areas, like the little towns we got here. We got yeah, we got all kinds of surrounding areas. Um, you know, uh, Greenwood itself is not super dense, but I mean, I don't know, 30,000 people, and then another, who knows? Yeah, actually, this you like Greenwood or Atlanta better? Oh, Atlanta, a lot better. I yeah. Atlanta. Yeah. I hate the traffic. Where the do you where do you, where do you live? Augusta. Augusta. Okay. Two hours I mean, away. The traffic uh, can be really shitty, but it's just finding a the right place. It's easier said right than done. Time. It's finding the right I place to live around in, in town, basically. Yeah. You know. I went up there for the hospital for surgery, and from the hotel to the hospital was like two blocks away, but it took me an hour and a half in uber to get there yeah because you couldn't make the right turn right here and we would have been there yeah, so like, left 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 get on this highway circle back there's your titty <laughs> oh, there's your elbow so uh hey how many how, you have any shows coming up soon um well yeah uh i don't know when this comes out i'm hosting the best of atlanta at the skull the laughing skull lounge nice. on saturday at eight i'm on nice. star bar tonight at 9 30 which is monday and yeah. uh i guess i'll be watching some of the west end comedy festival this weekend i would recommend y'all check that out i i was in it last year so this year the comics that they wanted new comics so if you were in it last year 
you they asked you to not do it this year and to be on uh you know 51st jokes atlanta yeah 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 yeah. we did hear about that the 51st jokes yeah i mean 51st jokes is fun that's that's something i look forward to every year um and they did one in athens this year too there was so many you know there's so many atlanta athens comics i'm sure there were some augusta folks there and um you know so they actually had two different ones with different different comics uh i didn't mind that it's uh, you know i I like uh you do really good last year and they're like oh i can't wait till this year they're like nope nope you can't come back you're not gonna yeah uh you know i mean i i i like all the people that run the festival i got no complaints about how they're doing it and uh i i think we're supposed to buy a we get a 50 percent discount for for tickets which is but because they're going to be at capacity for everything so they can't have like 50 comics showing up and standing yeah. around and you know um that thing you, know? you hate yeah <laughs> right. he's like move it on over fucker yeah. <laughs> it's time to get it in <laughs> Big Daddy Chili's here. Make it work. Hey, look, man, I like comics. I just, uh, I, my time is more valuable than most open mics. That's all. Yeah. And that's not like big dick in anybody. <laughs> it's just being like, yeah, I, I value my free time more than to stand around somewhere for two or three hours to maybe get on stage. Like, no, I love it, man. I love your honesty. That's, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm trying to get. At. It's like, you know, just kind of be real. Cause we, that's kind of what we wanted with the other comedian the other week was we wanted him to say, you know, what he felt kind of be real. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice. It's refreshing to hear that, man. Well, there oh, is boy. a there. Thank you. But there is a huge thing with comedy is I think Atlanta, maybe more than other places where it's like, Hey man, you gotta be out. You gotta be out every night. You gotta be at every, Hey man, I know a lot of comics that are at every show and they fucking suck. You need to be working. (laughs) You need to work on your material. However Mm -hmm. it is, you work on it. And some people write on stage. Some people, you know, develop Mm -hmm. it on stage like that. Some people, it benefits them to be out every night at Mike's and don't get me wrong. The more you do it, better you get for most people. So there is like, a benefit to being out there but it's also quality over quantity yeah, yeah. i know a lot of people that, that hit quantity with spots but you're not getting quality you know yeah. and and uh and there's plenty there are mics that have quality you know like um i mean the noni's mic in town on tuesdays is a good one limerick junction also on tuesdays is a good one um yeah but Limerick is a booked mic, but they have a, a lightning round at the end of it. So it like, if you want to do, I think it's like one or two minutes and it starts at like 11 o'clock, I think. I, 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 I'll i talk to Joe Smith who runs that mic and I'll, I'll do that sometimes. That's a great one to work out at. And then, uh, um, yeah, you know, so that I'm, I'm not against all mics. I'm just, you know, no, I, like go, I like going somewhere. Yeah. doing my set watching some comics i want to watch and then dip you know i'm not i'm not one of these comics that my entire social life is other comedians and comedy i think that's fucking boring as shit in comedy yeah clubs. yeah they, they hang out at a comedy club yeah, yeah okay. i know a lot of comics that, that are very interesting and they do a ton of shows but they also have some other aspect of their life like i see sean at god kendi at everywhere but i know he also like does skits and and it does improv and is a really talented like artist so it's like okay you got a life but there's some of these people that's like what what else do you have like yeah it's not it, man everything in this what you talking about <laughs> but that's good i mean that's good sometimes i envy that sometimes I'm like man i wish this was the only thing i had to do i wish i didn't have debts <laughs> you know what i mean like i wish <laughs> right. i didn't have a student loan i gotta work to pay off because comedy is good but it ain't paying my fucking I'm gonna ask yeah. you the same question I asked Lanny. How do you deal with hecklers? Hmm. It depends. Uh, I try to I try to make it funny and to shut them down. And uh, it also depends on if I'm a host or if I'm uh, if I'm like on the lineup of like a showcase. Um. There was my, I did, I was a resident at the Laughing Skull in December. My very first show hosting December 1st, I mentioned, if you remember, that was the day Kanye went on Alex Jones. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I mentioned that on stage and some 
lady up in the cheap seats goes, no, nah, we love Kanye. Fuck you. And it's like, really, bitch? The day he said he loved Hitler? Like, I, you know, and I just was like, as soon as she said it, it took me a second to be like, wait a minute. Is somebody really, on the day he said that he loved Hitler, you're defending him? And I just I just was like, oh, man, we got some real retards in the house tonight. <laughs> the whole audience is immediately on my side. And my point was like, if you love Kanye, whatever, that's your right. Just shut the fuck up about just it. Just shut up. Like, just... With, Not the listen right to his music on the way home or whatever. Like I do, I, I, I got to shut you down right quick because I totally respect him. And on this show, we're oh, not shit. Kanye. Oh, fuck <laughs> up! Uh -oh, I didn't know I came in a pro. No, no, you did not. <laughs> He's I mean, on the docket today for talking about spending money on his wife. Yeah, oh, like I we were... I, yeah, I didn't know this. Uh, podcast was from north georgia i thought it was Augusta. I didn't know. <laughs> I mean, how stupid you got to be to change your name to ye <laughs> i don't know some there was somebody in the crowd that when i said kanye they're like yay and i was like i don't give a shit you know what i mean like i'm not <laughs> pay that man pay that hitler lover some respect <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> Yeah. Like, look, I wasn't even on board with his music as long as some people. It's undeniable. He was a great producer and all that, but 808s and Heartbreaks, I thought fucking sucked. I thought that was moody dog shit. And then everything he did since then, <laughs> except for Watch the Throne, was not good. Dude, I gave, I gave up after college dropout. I was like, yeah, that's, that, yeah. <laughs> that's it for me. But you, remember, you remember when he came up with that one single where he was like, scoop, poop to scoop, and all that stuff? Well, he's walking around that big ass, like, fat suit or whatever this like. is even even before that it, it was you know and like people were like hey this is pretty good i'm like no it's not no it's not good <laughs> it's not good i look i have some of his adidas shoes too but he didn't design a single shoe uh -uh. he point no. he people design it for him and then he points at the ones he wants and he's like make it like this one nope make it like this color he ain't putting pen to paper and sketching shit none like, of them are though like shaquille o'neal owns what reebok he don't help design shit yeah, no, that's yeah. true. There, I mean, um, I forgot who it was. There was like one, one ball player who like actually did come to like Nike or Adidas with like, here, I did a sketch. This is what I want. Yeah. I forgot. That might have been. Common. I mean, I'm, there's a few. I want to yeah. say those are Starburys that you're talking about. And those are the ones that they threw in New York and they made them free for or like real, <laughs> real cheap for like a long time. Oh, the Starburys you could get for like twenty bucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know LeBron has some insight on what he wants his shit to look like. But, but, yeah, I've just never seen a LeBron shoe that I want. Like, I, they don't, yeah. None of them look good to me. I don't have any on tennis shoes. Back to I you. bought a pair of LeBrons. I bought one pair. Do y'all think he you know, knows that Hitler probably wouldn't have liked him? <laughs> I think that he feels like Hitler would like him. Yeah, but <laughs> Hitler would have asked I, him to take a shower. Yeah, well, <laughs> but I, I genuinely feel like he's like, nah, we would have connected. You know, I'm the one black guy he would have liked. Yeah, I think we would have yeah. hung out. Yeah. I really do think that's probably what he thinks. He's like, he just hadn't met me yet. Yeah. <laughs> he is about him. <laughs> Could you imagine that conversation? Yo, Adolf. <laughs> Yo, Adolf. Like, no, Adolf. one wander off from the shower over here, guys. Come here. <laughs> I made three beats a day. Yeah, what do you think about that. <laughs> I'm no Jay Z, but you know we can make it work. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's just this is a shitty right, time yeah, to you say. Think that's how the conversation like went with Trump. He's like, I'll be the one black guy Trump like. Yeah, I'll be your boy. Well, Trump, like, had, Trump has a bunch of black folks he liked. I mean, like I undeniably, know. like he's like racist but almost in like a pure way where he's like oh he's just racist you know what i mean where it's like you know <laughs> what kanye I mean? went in you know kanye was like yeah watch we're so close i'm gonna be his next vice president but i'm <laughs> sure like trump like asked to feel his hair or something like that you know what yeah. i mean just is it, is it greasy yeah just asking uncomfortable questions what is it like to have an afro <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah, i know yeah, you've been with black women so how does it feel to be with a black woman yeah just weird <laughs> conversations have you seen his new wife this first time i saw her yeah hey. she is uh, i saw one picture where she looked a lot like uh she looked a lot like uh uh like it looks a lot like kim right it, well a cracked out version of kim is what i'd go oh yeah, yeah. she is there yeah. A duck. 
Yeah. Like, like a fucked up Paris Hilton is what it looked like to me. Uh, yeah. You know, I just really quite, I, I've a teenage Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> <laughs> um, Scroll up, I, no, Bernie. Scroll up. This is what I love. Kanye in his prime. Getting old. Oh, no. Look at that shirt, though. Oh, <laughs> okay, no. that's not. I did see that. That's not the Nazi logo. Okay. That's it's like a night. Close enough to let dumbasses reference it that's well, true he might not know that it's not a nazi logo but it's from it's from like 1954 germany it's from like sunday winter even regardless don't you think that's a little too close like if i was yeah. him well, it's probably the same graphic designer it's just he's <laughs> like yeah forget all that nazi shit this is my new this is the new yeah. hotness this is I, the I new fresh and i helped design this yeah <laughs> i don't <laughs> yeah <laughs> And I think I don't think that happened because you know he's got no connection with Adidas anymore. They said no, no. Well, no. Adidas got mad because he kept trying to get him to change the name to Adidha. All day I dream about Hitler. <laughs> he's like, hey, I got this. Found this new. Uh, I found a new company in Germany. They're kind of old school, really small niche. Usually they don't grow their hair out. It's a whole vibe. It's a thing, man. Yeah, it's the new fresh. Well, wasn't was didn't I read like Adidas was that because adidas and puma were started by two brothers right like and one of them was a nazi or they both i don't know uh all along guys read between the lines all right they're turning the frogs gay all but it is because it is funny that somebody that's not funny it's sad like one of like a former employee of his came out when all this stuff came out they're like oh yeah like 2016 2017 he was always talking about hitler it's like oh (laughs) oh okay we yeah, yeah we, we kind of knew that we saw it coming. <laughs> no, by yeah, the way, they were like, they were like you know, actually I wasn't surprised at all. He's um, like, well, anyways, I'm gonna go buy these Yeezys. Well, the, <laughs> so the comedians, the Sklar brothers, um, have a, a thing that they say I've always thought was funny that every entourage should have a no man because every entourage they're all trying to they're all uh, living off the teat of some rich celebrity or right. or athlete. And they're all just like, oh, yeah, sure. Uh, tell everybody that Hitler's cool. You know, yeah, whatever you want, Kanye. But you need one person to be like, no. Yeah, <laughs> I like my income. Don't say that, buddy. Yeah, exactly. It's like, no, I'm I'm trying to live off of your fame. Please shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like everybody who was hanging off of Kanye was watching the Alex Jones thing going, oh, please, no. 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 Did you see Alex Jones' face after he mentioned the Hitler thing? He was like, oh. Look, man, when he's the voice of reason, you fucked up. I feel like Kanye yeah. and Opie would have a long, in-depth conversation. On Kanye that. and Opie would, yeah. Opie, Greg. You know who Opie is, uh, William? Opie and Anthony? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. what's happened to him lately? I thought Anthony was the more of uh, the... Uh... We're going to demonstrate Opie's well... new talk show. Y'all ready, Kelsey and Bernie? <laughs> this is Go. it to a T. Hey, Kelsey. Hey, hey Bernie. Cheers. Hey, William. <laughs> hey, Bernie. <laughs> hey, welcome to the chat. Hey, Kelsey. That's all yeah. he does for hours. Well, we actually, we watched long. it, man. I'm talking about like nonstop, man. And he's not exaggerating. I mean, he mentioned what his coffee tastes like, and I'm like, I don't give a fuck what your coffee tastes like, man. Look, I used, I was big into Opie and Anthony growing up, and Opie always stunk. And yeah, Opie always um, sucked. He always was like, he was like the real guy they took from actual radio. It wasn't just yeah. like, you know, uh, Anthony got big off of doing uh parody songs and impressions right impersonations yeah yeah and uh and he was all him and jim norton always were like and whatever comedian they had in drove the show opie was the one that always like would try to be funny and was just painfully unfunny and like you know just i didn't listen to any of the greg shells stuff when they finally started to break down but uh anthony just bought a house or is about to buy a house in greenville Greenville. south carolina yeah but i don't think opie I think Opie is unique, special. I, <laughs> it's very special. I don't know how to word it, but I don't think he's that podcast he's doing is an act or like a persona. I think he's legit thinking he's the shit. Yeah. And he's just making people's day by saying hey to him. I mean, he might. I mean, it, he might be. I mean, he always, I felt like he always had too big of an ego because it was That's like, what, you don't. There you go. That's the word it was I'm like, you for. don't really bring he really didn't bring much to Opie and Anthony. They couldn't have gotten with like another radio guy, you know? Right. Like, I could easily replace Bernie. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Uh, Anthony always drove the shows, Anthony and Norton. And yeah. so Opie was more just there. Like yeah. there was nothing, nothing he did was funny. And then he'd get pissed off every time uh, Norton would, you know, act like Chip or something. <laughs> well, I got to be honest. I fucking, I, look, I didn't listen to Opie and Anthony for years because uh, I moved out of the country. It just wasn't like a thing. And yeah. when I came back, I remember coming back after not listening to them for years and being like, he's still doing chip like chip, he, chip there's actually yeah. a podcast how fucking dumb do you have to be to be like yeah. oh i love chip it's such a fucking one bit bit it's just like okay yeah. you're yeah. you're and then the uh who's the the pedophile the uncle or whatever uncle, the, uh, i know you're, I know you're you know what i'm talking yeah, about yeah. but he's like i they sell merchandise and sh- i was i did a skank fest out in las vegas earlier or last year yeah norton was there and Voss was there to a bunch of people, but like there were people wearing chip merchandise. And I'm like, God, you must be the dumbest motherfucker on earth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Apologies just, if any of you guys are big chip heads, I, but you're still got a t-shirt, no. man. Until <laughs> <laughs> so I started doing this podcast, I didn't know who Open Anthony even fucking were. So yeah. You're a fucking loser. <laughs> Look, I like I like uh I listen to Jim and Sam. I, I got my ex. I, do too. I yeah. like I've uh but I prefer Bennington. Bond lately. Yeah. The weekend, last weekend, Theo. Yeah. Oh, Theo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just yeah. watched the one he had with Dave Chappelle. Yeah, I like Chappelle. I didn't know that one. That'd be cool. Yeah, I mean, I know. I just I've told Bernie plenty of times. I grew up with John Boy and Billy, and that's what I think of. I listen. I, I used to listen to John Boy and Billy, Robert T. Rayford. Yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't Thanks know. Was, was what, I didn't know. I was so mad. I didn't know whether to go blind or shit. So I guess I'll close one eye and poop. That was, that, was like <laughs> big, that was one of his big fucking things. I one of the I think the first, maybe one of the first comics I ever saw live was when I was working at Angelo's Steakhouse in Greenwood, and uh, who was the guy? Uh, Robert, not Robert T. Rayford, but uh, Gregory something. James John, Gregory. James Gregory. Yeah. James Gregory, the funniest man in America. Yeah. 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 I remember seeing him perform. He performed at the steakhouse and he was an asshole. But I mean, his his career was at the, he was like a sad, drunk asshole. But his career, I guess, was at the level that he was doing that. And he's still out there kicking it. So I don't know. But probably still drunk and still an asshole. Have y'all seen Ron White lately? Um, Ron White looked rough. He yeah, rough. no, he look a lot better now. He's actually uh, like, does he? Over no, Zach's right. Uh, I, I saw Ron White. Um, about this time last year, because uh, okay. it was the last time Billy Wayne Davis, he's one of my favorites. It was the last time Billy Wayne Davis was in Atlanta, and I was hosting that show, and they said, okay, Ron White's going to drop in. Was he dressed like an old white guru? Uh, he was wearing all black, but like Hoka, comfortable shoes. and Long, he was getting... Longer hair than normal. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> but but last year, he was getting around real slow, and he was he was supposed to have surgery on his knee or something. like. It wasn't like oh, he's about to fall apart. It was just like, oh, no, he's like, he needs like surgery. Um, Too much alcohol. But, yeah, but, <laughs> but I will say I saw him on, I saw him on something live recently and he was moving a lot better. He looked yeah, a lot good. better. You it was really encouraging because. uh replaced alcohol with Joe Rogan psychedelics. <laughs> I mean, how long that's going to last? Well, the, right. fir- the, the first time I ever met him, he stopped into the star bar and um, he brought in the green room this was like maybe 20 2018 he brought a a bottle of his tequila number one tequila which you number all one, know yeah. if you know wrong he brought yeah. a bottle of number one mm-hmm. the oldest aged one and a lit like a pringles can sized uh medicine bottle of weed like it was <laughs> it was like i've never seen it was like a neon green semi-transparent pringles can with like a medical label on it just full of bud oh, tell me you got to drink with him Oh, of course I did. Yeah, everybody in the green room did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It'd be cool, fucked dude. up if you like opened the bottle and then you just start drinking. No, not it. you. Everybody thought they were gonna get so <laughs> not you. Nah, this is my motherfucker. <laughs> I gotta say though, that was that was real smooth. I don't uh yeah, that was really good. His tequila's good tequila. Like he knows what he's doing. Uh hey, he drank enough to know how to make it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've uh he he was at the star bar a handful of times and then you know he'll pop in like uh um he knows you guys know joe pettis i hope who puts on yeah. a ton of shows for one-up comedy and he yeah. his his buddy 
uh, and partner on a lot of those shows is Jeremy Meese. Um, I don't know how Jeremy knows Ron, but he does. So, you know, if if Ron is going to drop in on a comedy show, it's either Starbar or it's going to be one of Joe Pettis' shows, either at My ASW point, he, or at Sweetwater. You know? He has yeah. changed a lot, Bernie and Kathy. I got to look he, at him. It's like a totally different comedian. Because a couple of years ago, I remember seeing him live. He came here, and he looked rough. Like, yeah. like he looked like he was about on the verge of death. He looks like a tree hugger yeah. now. <laughs> he is he is uh he looks a little bit hippie-ish but i guess it's like if, i think if he looks like a hippie know. in the way that david allen co looked like a hippie like neither yeah, one of them look, are hippies, yeah no no drugs it looked better than the alcohol did you can draw, you can draw a nice out. little neat venn diagram between hippies david allen co and ryan white <laughs> you actually that's actually not like you're yeah there's actually a lot of overlap there think about it. Um, he's like i just take the good parts the drugs yeah hey you just yeah. gave him a joke the sweet fucking hair <laughs> he's writing it down i had a good one <laughs> fucking like hey um so how do you uh and like i said i asked uh lanny when he was on because uh it's always really interesting to me how do you come up with your jokes man or where's your preferred method so I, something will come into my head and I'll write down like a sentence or something on my okay. phone or in my little comedy notebook. I like the, I like a little tiny notebook I can put in my pocket because then I always have it on me. And there's something different about, there's I something different about writing it down versus like typing it in yeah. my phone. And it's I, more I, personal I, when you write it in my opinion. You're right. And you, cause you can like make little draw like sketches and you put bullet points whatever it's all stuff you can also do on your phone but i just prefer to write it out i'll write down my set on my phone so i can look at it before i get out there but um you know stuff comes to me and i'll write it down and then i try to say okay well this idea is funny but what do i do with it next and you know i'll i'll chew on it like chewing gum you know uh for a while and then try to come up with something to do on stage off of that and then you know the, it's one test to see okay okay i came up with a funny idea i think now yeah. can i write a funny bit about it and then i think i've written a funny bit about it now let me go on stage and do it and see if it's garbage you know right um uh like i guess one i haven't it's only an idea right now but look i had food poisoning on on saturday and i i <laughs> bought a box of Imodium AD. Y'all know what that is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. On the top of the box, it says Imodium AD. Do you have questions? And there's a phone number. And I'm just thinking about who has, like, who's call, like, how bad is your shits that you're calling the number from the Imodium AD box? Like, I don't know who it's for. Or like, what are they going to tell you? Hold on to the toilet. Just, I don't. We tighter. Yeah. yeah. If you have hemorrhoids, just, you know, just try to try to do what you can. I just feel bad for anybody that has no other recourse but to call the emergency doo do hotline. Yeah, I mean, go to the ER. He's um, like, is my diarrhea too explosive? <laughs> um, one one good way I've found a writing. So, like in a way, I write on stage, I guess. But like, uh, yeah. Um, one way that was pretty cool. Um, I f I featured one weekend for Andy Sanford at the Punchline, nice. and. So I got to do 20 minutes, uh, you know, like five times over that weekend. What the longer set allowed me to do was was take some jokes that I've already written and that I've been using in my set plenty, mm -hmm. but to kind of try to stretch those out yeah. and see what else I can add to them. And I did come up with a, a couple good tags for jokes because what happens is no matter how hot a joke is or no matter how well it does, after a certain amount of time, you're tired of telling it. Yeah, of course. And so when you have something in your comedy, you know, toolbox, for lack of a better term, and you're tired of doing it, well, just take it back out and look at it a different way or, like, change the order of it, and maybe you can find something. And then all of a sudden, this old joke that works, but you don't tell it because you're sick of telling it, hey, right. it's it's new again, you know? Right on. That's cool, man. Yeah. yeah. And, and a good way to – you know, I'd asked, I asked Billy Wayne Davis about comedy advice. And he said, one of the things that he does is he goes back and looks at old comedy notebooks and finds like, okay, <clears throat> this was a, this was something I wanted to joke about, 
but you know, five years ago or whatever, I wasn't a good enough comic to figure out how to make it funny. Well, now I think right. I can. Now you can figure and, it out. Yeah. So that's it's good to go back and look at some stuff and. All right, now to make you think and make you yeah, sure. a little bit. What's your biggest flop? And would you do anything different? What's my biggest flop? Like, have you ever been on stage and you thought you had a bomb joke and you told it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, like, a, about four years ago, I went through a really bad breakup. And I just decided I was just going to talk about it on stage. <laughs> Hold and on, like, let me stop you there. Hey. <laughs> That might be hilarious. To me. I mean, maybe other people don't like it, but I, you already have me laughing. You ain't even started. <laughs> and I mean, I was drinking a lot of the times. So like, I would be like blacked out on stage, just like, man, this fucking bitch. <laughs> and like, like uh, you tell it, brother. Yeah, yeah, and like, Preach. I, I, okay, so I ended up making like a, a seven or eight minute set at the star bar out of it that was coherent and like had some really funny parts, but was overall like kind of sad and weird. So I guess it was, I guess it was that like, I put a lot of time and effort into a bit that like, I don't have any intention of ever. Visiting. <laughs> I think that made her feel. Did you talk to her afterwards? Uh, I talked to her when I was writing the jokes and she was like just be careful you're not you know working stuff out on stage isn't working it out in real life you know it was actually <laughs> so, kind of like good advice yeah you're but, shit out of luck with me so uh you say that it again, was it like <laughs> fuck you bitch and when she gave you the good advice a little because she was like she was like a severely uh like i don't i don't know this is so in the past but like she's like a narcissistic sociopath and like has uh, person okay, has like those. borderline personality disorders like so like yeah for sure after all that happened we reconnected and, like i ended up going out to see her in california like a couple years ago and it was just a fucking train wreck so that's yeah. you know that's a person i haven't talked to in years and don't plan on it <laughs> but yeah they're out there just Fair being enough. hopefully i hope they're well but i don't want to just talk. i'm never gonna say their name i'm never gonna <laughs> give any identifying no, information good. about no, it. hey right on man but I just want to say, of course, you would say that that doesn't help. Yeah. Because yeah. she don't want her. She's she said she's a narcissist, so you know. Yeah. Well, she was uh she was trying to tell me about Nanette. You guys remember Nanette? The fuck is that? Is that like a a drug or? Uh, well, to some people it was. Nanette is a, a was French? Hannah Gadsby's special. It's an Australian comic. Um, she's a. Uh, out lesbian and and the people this was in the height of like identity politics kind of and oh. she did this special that wasn't really funny it was like a one-woman show and it was about it dealt with some very heavy shit in her past and it was like from a point of like a this person's a creating a story they're telling it on stage you admire that yeah. but but like it was one of these things where people literally articles came out that were like after Nanette, does comedy really have to be funny anymore? Shouldn't it just deal with like issues? And it's like, no, Social fuck issues. you. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and I, was, I, was, I was like, hey, th this should have been a TED talk, bitch. I, I don't know. <laughs> That's exactly the discourse that was happening at the time. But it was just like, no, she's so brave and she's tired of men and we're all tired of men. And it's our time now. And it's just like, you know what I like is when somebody gets on stage and it's funny. Uh, yeah, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Part of the Me Too movement is what you were saying. Yeah, <laughs> uh, this was this was part of the Me Too thing. This was in that because a, a big a big part of her uh, a big part of her hour was about being sexually assaulted, and uh, yeah, it was funny because like comics were afraid to be like, yeah, I didn't think it was funny. Like you would yeah. get in trouble <laughs> if you said that. <laughs> so you know, especially like Atlanta comedy, different. It's yeah. different now, but like there were a couple times where. I remember posting I was in uh New York in like 2018 or 2019 and uh I caught Louis CK's second drop in at the comedy cellar after oh, he had wonderful. been you know yeah. excommunicated or whatever yeah. and I was there with two female comedians and we actually talked before the show we said okay we know he dropped in the cellar what are we going to do if he drops yeah. in you know the the imp implication being like what if he masturbates in front of you but yeah, but it's like, are you comfortable watching him do stand up now? Yeah. And they were both like, yeah, like, I want to see what he says. They're like, yeah, because two things can be true. What he did was fucked up and disgusting and that he's yeah. very funny and that, you, you, you know, he's suffered 
and I'm not going to defend the guy because he's a millionaire or whatever, but like he just did Madison Square Garden, what, two nights ago? Yeah. It's like, yeah, he suffered, but he's also funny. And as long as he's funny, he's going to be able to make money. And sold and if it you got a problem with him making money, then you gotta, you're got you on some other shit. I'm glad yeah. you said that because I still listen to college dropout. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I never quit listening to Kanye or to R. Kelly or to the person I get more disgusted by than anybody is Chris Brown, to be honest with you. Because I'm like, you beat the dog shit out of Rihanna. They just let literally like, you're just back. at You're just like, you know, and the yeah. shit they did was worse. But still, uh, you know, I, yeah, it's Chris Brown. That would have been me, too. Yeah. <laughs> but like, look, man, I get people's disgust with some of these people but it's also like uh i don't know like i can separate art from artists like yeah exactly you know yeah i mean you're from atlanta we set that apart but yeah (laughs) (laughs) so do you do a lot of crowd work like in your set or do you try to avoid you know i try to do more of it um yeah it was helpful doing the residency at the laughing skull because you just get so much so much um, time time in front yeah. of like audiences that are ripe for that so and also the, it, that helps because the laughing skull has a camera on the crowd that you can watch from backstage yeah so even before you get on stage you can go okay all right there's the person sitting over here they're laughing at everything then there's this motherfucker that hasn't uncrossed his arms the entire you know the entire show does that bother um, you when they when people sit like that or you can tell that they're not really into it sometimes and then sometimes i'm just trying to get through my own set and it's like hey man you do you i'm just gonna try to fit you know um well, i tell like, you whatever. what the three of yeah. us are gonna come to one of your shows and we're all sitting like this i can't do that kind of shit no I, that, that don't feel right man yeah. <laughs> i don't know i just i'm so into I, the whole thing man so i like to get mad at the crowd um <laughs> i can help you with that yeah no but um I think there's times where um, not necessarily that I'm sleepwalking through a set, but it just adds energy. If I try to do some crowd work or if I tell a joke I know is, is good and the crowd doesn't really respond the way I want them to. Right. And then I'll just lay into them, you know, which most of the time that works great, but I did a show at um, uh, ASW whiskey exchange for Joe Pettis uh last month or earlier this month and i did some little ad lib joke as soon as i got on stage and it just flopped and immediately i kind of shit on the crowd and <laughs> nice. i hadn't built up enough goodwill with them to then begin shitting on them so i had to dig myself out of a hole yeah. and then i revisited shitting on them later and just let them all know that they that I'm going to light their cars on fire in the parking lot. And yeah, then, hell yeah, man. That's you hope you just, walk outside and Armageddon hits. Yeah. Well, it's, it depends on the crowd. Cause like the, the crowd at this place, it was like, okay, you know, and I'm, it was like, all right, every one <laughs> of you have, every one of you have gentrified this neighborhood. Don't sit here and not laugh at me when you, <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't care, but it's just to make them uncomfortable, you know? Yeah. Hell yeah. So that's why I couldn't do it. Cause I start vigorous. I get, I'd flop and then I start vigorously spitting on people. <laughs> well, I, the thing that I try to avoid is is letting people know how angry it makes me if somebody does heckle. Um, look, that's sometimes it, it, I'd be ready to fight. That's the th- well. That's the thing is that sometimes you know, even if your set's going well, you you let the mask down a little bit when you yeah. just lash the fuck into somebody. Right. And, and it's like, oh, you guys know that I'm a psycho now. Okay. Yeah. So then maybe that's the key is you got to let them know you're psycho. Let that mask down. And then they're fucking scared. That's not a bad way to put it. Cause like, if I'm a host, then my whole thing is like, I'm trying to set the comics up for a good show. So if I catch the crowd heckling or doing some bullshit while I'm up on stage hosting, I'll do whatever it takes to get them to shut the fuck up. I don't care if they don't like me as much. Try this next time. You're hosting yeah. like yeah. Chris Brown and imagine they're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got to let them know there's a reason you're on stage and their ass is paying to watch you. Well, yeah, for sure. And, and like, and, and my thing too is 
when I'm hosting, I don't mind as much if, if they don't like, if I'm meaner than I should be and they don't like me as much because then they're going to like the other comics better. Yeah. And I'll even set it up where I'm like, look, y'all want to talk, talk when I'm out here, you know, but don't, but shut the fuck up when the comics come up. You do right. that like dad voice. You come in, he's like uh, in the middle of it. How you like that, you know, just straight, like, you know, your granddaddy or your daddy and you know, you done <laughs> fucked up. Sit down and shut the fuck up. <laughs> I do that. I like doing that. <laughs> you want yeah. someone to get quiet, man? Shit. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> Most of the time, though, it's like drunk assholes that drink That's too much. Thing. You know, it's just. It's, I think they come in. Some of them come in with that mindset. No matter how good you're going to be, they're going to try to fuck with you. Oh, so, look, there's people that, and like, there, there's people that come in there with the intention of, oh boy, I hope this is a good show. And there's people that come in with, with, with the intention of like, man, yeah. what, wouldn't it be funny if this guy fucks up? I, man, I hope I this guy bombs. Yeah, I could fuck you know. Yeah. And I don't want to go see somebody and then fuck up. That awkward silence. I don't fuck all that. Yep. If, yeah, if you're I don't a crowd see member a or if you're on stage, it's just like, he pulled his pecker out. What do I say? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but look, I will say as, as a comedian, I'm rooting for other comedians to do well, but it is very interesting when they fuck up. It, it, that's, that's, it's, look, we all know it's more fun if you see another comic that you know. Sometimes it's fun to see them fuck up and, and just eat, eat shit on stage. Like when everybody laughs at somebody when they stub their toe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But like, you know, it's, it's not that I'm rooting against them, but it's like, oh, this is a, a bomb is sometimes funnier to watch than, you know. Yeah, you just I just I feel like I can see you now just like behind the screens watching on that TV you said. Yeah. Just just <laughs> smiling. Just yeah, it's kind of like the Mr. Burns. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Especially when you got the female comedian that goes up there and it's just not funny. And you're like, please just just stop. I look, I'd say there's more male comedians that aren't funny in Atlanta than female comedians. Really? We have a yeah. good I mean, guys tend to laugh at things with boobs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that who was it? Uh, Nikki Glazer was saying that women consider a sense of humor uh, a man who's funny, and a man considers a sense of humor in a woman a woman who laughs at his jokes. Yeah, yeah. like it doesn't matter if she's yeah. you know. Uh, oh, you know, I think I just self-discovered something about myself. <laughs> God, God. <laughs> Look, if I can bring a little bit of self-discovery to this, then I've done my job. <laughs> I would I, look. I would say that, and I tell this to people from other cities. It's like. Hey, believe it or not, Atlanta probably has more women running shows now than men, the and man. it works. Yeah. And I mean, look, as long as you're booking me, I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? I um, oh yeah. But if I, I gotta go behind like, a woman, whatever. You know. Yeah, well, I would say like hissy fit comedy does great shit. Um, you know, uh, that's Amber Chandler and Holly Ballantyne. Yeah. They're great, and they put on a ton of shows all over the place. Fire City Comedy, which, um, which is. Uh, uh, was Ariel Kaplan and uh, Karen, uh, I forget her last name. Um, Fire City does good stuff. And, uh, you know, like, a, who is it? Tamar Rubin is a newer comic and she runs a bunch of shit now. And Dynamic Eldorado is a newer venue that, uh, hey, thankfully owned by men. But, uh, you know, they, put, <laughs> they, got, they got lady shows there too. Um, nice. You know. We so, got to make a trip to Atlanta, man. Uh, we don't have much comedy down here. Uh-huh. Like, we ain't got much of nothing though. No. We got a lot of mess, it's big, but it's well, I can tell that from looking at Zach, but <laughs> appreciate it. That's true. Ow, yeah. we Poor get one boy. week out of the year to mess. <laughs> yeah, we Did you say one week out of the year you do meth like it's fucking rumspringer? Texas <laughs> golf. He, but no, but he does do meth on the match. You know, it's, like, it's the kids uh, coordinate spring break. It's perfect, man. Yeah, it's meth time. Hey, kids are out of the house. Break out the pipe. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Time to get me a line. Yeah. I never, never did, uh, never did, no, never knowingly did meth. I'm sure I'm, I did. I'm sure had. I snorted some things that had meth in it, but <laughs> just yeah. cut that. Cut that out. The more we don't you cut know. nothing. Yeah, we don't cut nothing. I got I got jury I got jury duty on Wednesday. I want them to just be the first thing. I want this to be the first thing that do pops up. Do you do up. any drugs? Yes, I do, Your Honor. Okay. Like, oh, look at the uh, I seen you on the Bernie and Zach show with Kelso. Yeah, I heard you talk about uh, you know, method. That just gets him out of jury duty okay. unless that's what he wants. Uh, no, I was telling I was telling my work that I want out of jury duty unless I'm on the uh, 
Young Thug case. I don't know if y'all know <laughs> about the YSL. You yeah. know, his whole like record label is like accused of being like a criminal organization, and they're they're starting jury selection for that. Like two weeks ago, one of his, uh, not one of his co-defendants, but two weeks ago, another member of his crew walked up to him in the middle of court and gave him a handshake that had drugs in it. In the middle of a live streaming taped court proceeding, you can see the video of the guy walking up to him, palming him, and then like something falling on the ground. And then they'll be like, wait a minute. And then they checked his pockets and it was like Percocets and weed and like, <laughs> and like, Could have gone know, straight to the hand. Hey, hey, it's going to yeah. be a long, bro. It's going to be a long day, bro. You need this. <laughs> exactly. But like, just don't let anybody see it, you know? Like, so here's if Uber. I'm picked for that case, I will absolutely be in the jury. But Fuck otherwise, yeah. I'm just yeah. going to say some shit like, oh, you know. Yeah, but they're going to think why you're getting up to shake everybody's hand that come up to them. <laughs> Yeah, but you're white. You're not going to be on that. They're, they're going to be like, no. I'm saying, t- I don't know if it's going to go to trial or anything, but I'll tell you right now, man, if Stetson Bennett goes on trial for his uh, DUI arrest, I want a part of that. I know who I'm voting for. Look, oh, Stetson, no. de- Stetson deserves to have some fun. You know what I mean? Like, he does. His, his career is over after college. He ain't doing shit in the NFL. We'll just let him enjoy what he's got. I mean, he Actually, is almost 30. I don't know. Listen, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it'll be great. I don't, you know, if Brock Purdy can do as well as he did, then who the fuck am I to say anything about Stetson Bennett? Right. But, uh, the Super Bowl, I ain't watching it though. The Eagles going to win it anyway. It's just, it's just. I think Cincinnati going to take it. Cincinnati's going to take another. Yeah, Cincinnati's at the house. Damn. Cincinnati lost. Yeah. Damn. That shit happened last night, man. Yeah, I passed out <laughs> last night. Me too. I saw this morning. Uh, I am happy that it's. I'm rooting for the Eagles because Philadelphia is a degenerate city. And I love when they win stuff because what is it? You have the guy eating shit on camera. You got people climbing up the, uh, the light posts there. They have to grease up all the uh, light posts in downtown Philadelphia because people keep climbing up at the top of them. Um, <laughs> you imagine cars on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I need you to go out there and grease these long saps for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm a, I'm a big yeah. always sunny fan, it, so I'm always happy for those some guys. Guy yeah, just like a glob of grease in his hand, just rubbing it on every pole. Yeah, he's <laughs> got a great like job. A automated machine that goes and does it. Did Kansas City win a Super Bowl recently? Because they this is like their third out of four years or something, right? Did they lose all of them. They went, but that's they won one. I think one. Okay, yeah, they won one. right before Kaepernick, wasn't it? Before uh, Kaepernick, it was after Cap. At, right after, yeah. not before. Yeah. Well, after. Well, after Cap. Cabin has been gone since 2012, man. What you talking about? Yeah, has it been that long? Yeah. I didn't think it's been that long. Yeah, no, I, I promise. Oh, no, maybe wait a second. 2016. Excuse me. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Excuse me. I was like, damn, I didn't realize that. <clears throat> I was, I, it was either one of the two times day. the Falcons were actually doing well, and yeah. that was, it was <laughs> 2016. <laughs> Do you think the Falcons are going to get um, Lamar from – more Jackson I hope, from... I hope not, man. Uh, I know that's not a popular opinion. A lot of people are excited. I think he's great as a kid and as a person and as a quarterback, but we he's not the key. We just got fucking cap space, man. We just got cap space where we can get shit. <laughs> and it's like, who cares if you know we score 30 points a game if the other team is scoring 45? We got no fucking defense, man. Grady Jarrett needs help on the yeah. D-line. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, man. no, Grady's great. Make sure to keep him paid and keep him on there. I just don't – I mean, we all know Ritter ain't the guy, but, I mean, I would think. But who's – I don't know. I think we need yeah. a decent quarterback. Give a fuck what you say, Kelsey. Stetson Bennett, fresh off a of DUI charge. <laughs> he comes right to Atlanta. <laughs> I mean, if they're going to take damaged quarterbacks, they should have taken, uh, taken Deshaun Watson. <laughs> Oh like, no! Oh look, I look. I went to Clemson and I'm. I got washed my hands of that guy. But like you know, if if Atlanta really, you know, I think he would have been a good fit. I'm just glad Ryan's out of the picture. Oh man, Ryan. look, man, they should have gotten rid of Ryan a year. Thank ago. you. I know everybody Thank Atlanta you. loves him, but like this isn't about. I, I love him. Y'all can go fuck y'all selves. <laughs> I'm not I saying he's good you. now. Matt Ryan's trash. No, 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 but you need to understand, uh, William, like, 
Zach thinks he always sucked. And I'm like, no, <laughs> man. He did. He gets hit one time and bitch is on the ground the rest of the game. Uh, what Look, the I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I feel like they let him go a year or two later than they should, should have. have. I agree. They could have gotten, they could have gotten value for him. They could have gotten value for him two, three years ago at the most, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and then there'd be no material difference to the team, you know? Yeah. I mean, he could have left with Julio. I mean, which is. No, nah, if letting Julio go with big fucking mistake. In my but Julio, Julio, Julio wanted out of Tennessee, though. Well, Julio wanted out, and then once you let go of him, then who gives a shit about the quarterback? You want me to throw to anyway? Can't blame Julio for wanting out, though. I didn't say we did, but the thing about it is if you have someone who's unhappy and doesn't want to be there, you need to get them out of the locker room. That's cancer in the locker room. Yeah, that's right. That or get them some help. I'm sure he was asking for help the whole time. Well, he's like, I want to take a You asked for help the whole time, and nobody helps you. That's like (laughs) – <laughs> hey, I was like, that, that's like saying uh at your job saying hey man i'm in an environment i don't want to be anymore can i get a transfer or quit or whatever he's like hey do you want a pizza party on friday <laughs> yeah that don't, that's not the fucking same thing man <laughs> so what you got some shows coming up uh that works for zach i guess oh yeah, yeah yeah uh let's see i got um laughing skull best of atlanta saturday February 4th. Nice. Uh, I'm hosting for Billy Wayne Davis at ASW Whiskey Exchange on Saturday, February 11th. I'd say everybody come out to that. That's going to be a killer show. I'm on uh, New Material Mondays at Zany's Nashville on the 13th. Uh, my own show uh, is a new monthly. It's a monthly show. I'm taking over from Nathan Owens and Damon Sumner at Orpheus Brewing in Atlanta every th- the third Friday of every month. So we'll do that the 17th. Nice. I'm doing don't tell Asheville on uh, the 18th. So got some good stuff coming up around uh, Atlanta, Asheville, Nashville, you know, here and there. Bernie will have everything in the link below. Ah, I gotta do all that work. Hell yeah. I think I'll plug it in there. I'll plug it in there. (laughs) I'm sure it's great comedy, but I ain't gonna lie. Uh, I want to come see you just rip into the crowd. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I back will be like, <laughs> I suggest, do y'all know Billy Wayne Davis at all? Are you familiar with his comedy? I can't say no. Now he sounds like all of us, but he's more enlightened. He is, he's from Cross Hill, Tennessee. <laughs> That's his way of saying, sounds like y'all, but smarter. <laughs> <laughs> he's, look, he's smarter than all of us. He's from Cross Hill, Tennessee. And uh, he is just a hilarious comic. He's been on Squid Billies and uh, a, a helped written for it and been on Adult Swim and a bunch of other stuff. And, uh, nice. um, you know, he does yoga and, you know, uh, eats healthy and does marathons and all that shit. But he's a good old boy. He's just um, a good nice. old boy living in Hollywood. He's <laughs> got that so, Sturgill Simpson vibe. I like it. He's friends with Sturgill, actually. They, they are like, they know each other. Um, and, oh, that's so uh, fucking dope. <laughs> So they are, they're actually very, he is, it's very similar where it's like outlaw country a little bit, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. That's like that for comedy, you know, not in the same way of like a Ron White or anything, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he, he just had a special that came out recently that he filmed at the church of cannabis in Colorado. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> or maybe it was New Mexico. Maybe it was New Mexico. I forget which, but it was a church of cannabis somewhere. And, uh, who'd they worship? Cannabis. <laughs> Yeah, Bob Marley. Um, <laughs> but uh, hey. no, nah, he's uh, he's like one of my favorite uh, comics, and is uh, we're you know he's friendly with me, and he's always one of those dudes I could ask for advice and stuff like that. Uh, nice. So uh, I would say come see that uh, that show on the eleventh at ASW. Go to oneupcomedy.com or just look up One Up Comedy on Facebook. You'll be able to find it. Yeah, I'm super nice. down to check that out. Perfect. Hell yeah. You got yeah. my head and, and then you got to follow me on social media. I'm Hey, It's Chili. H-E-Y-I-T-S-C-H-I-L-I. Hey, It's Chili. Chili, Chili. Yeah, yeah. appreciate it, man. Uh, thanks yeah, for coming no on the show. Thanks for uh, having me. Everybody check out William Childress, man. Uh, everywhere he'll be. It's going to be a good His show. Sure. be in the link below. Ah, yeah, appreciate there, it, guys. Right there. Appreciate <laughs> you, man. Thank <laughs> you, William. All right. Yeah. Thank you all. Later, guys. Later. Damn, you got that little pig. That'll do.
Thank you for listening to the show. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We have one every Tuesday and Saturday. Make sure to follow Bernie and Zach on social media. That's where we're at. And we hope to see you next time on Uncensored Talk.